Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Hey, everybody. Uh, We ended up missing and losing about five minutes of banter at the beginning of our podcast this week, so I apologize for that. Uh, So you will jump into our podcast right after this uh, short recording, an intro that I'm doing right now, uh, kind of right in the middle of a discussion, but it's a good breaking point. Uh, Either way, we apologize for that. Uh, We're going to check the audio equipment next week. Uh, So I just want to give a quick shout out before we uh, formally start the podcast with a shout out to our sponsors. So one big big thanks to Bim Smith. We've been using Bim Smith uh, almost daily now at the firm um, since they became a sponsor and since we became aware of them. So they're great. Go to bimsmith.com for all of your Revit content needs. They do the coolest stuff. Uh, Bimsmith is a completely free platform for Revit users. It has three main applications, Bimsmith Market, Bimsmith Forge, and my Bimsmith. Bimsmith Forge is an awesome time saver for Revit users. It's a cloud configurator for Revit systems, families, meaning you can create entire wall, floor, ceiling, and roofing assemblies layer by layer. You have no choice. You have the choice to build a system with generic products or actual manufacturer data or a combination of the two. Forge makes dealing with types, tags, and textures easy and intuitive, and it's completely free. So again, go to bimsmith.com, and thanks to them for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, second sponsor is Enscape. Uh, so we have, we've just put together a really cool fly-through on our Project Mark II using Enscape, and I can't recommend them enough. Uh, it's a, it's a, for, for the renderings you can produce um, for the, uh, with a reduced need in computing power, Enscape3D.com is the way to go. Go check them out. If you aren't trying them I, and you're using Revit, I don't know what, you, what you're doing with your life. So, and with that, uh, here we go with Al Gore and Lance Psycho of Inside the Firm. Meaning, a lot of people want to get work, uh, get working on a project right away. But if you set up the problem, you know, project wrong, you'll pay later. Meaning, when it's time to finally get everything, you know, the way it should be, it's going to be twice as hard. So you might as well train them in your system first, so that they start off on the right footing rather than the wrong footing. Again, if you don't have a system for Revit training, start at RevitRocketShip.com and go from there. Develop your own. Um, But what I was getting at was that landing a project isn't essentially a function of like that moment. It was a function of what we've done in the past to set our firm up to be valuable but efficient and to have good references. Yeah. Yeah. So how many references did you send out that day? Five. Five. So five references. Um... What was what was crazy was I, in a way, I sort of forgot about it. Like I, I didn't ex- I hear about this. I didn't expect to see all of those reference, nearly all of those references. The ones that I, some of them were Alex's, you know, more or less his clients, and some of them were more or less my clients or more or less my builders. Even though we we still you know go back and forth and everything, um, but I didn't expect to see them that quickly. 
And then they, they when they, right when they saw me, like, hey, I got a call about that project. Did you get it? Yeah. And I go, yeah, we did. Thanks. You know, I, I kind of had to like be on my feet, you know, quickly on my feet. Like, oh, yeah, thanks. By the way, really appreciate that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. You know, yep. So and you know what's so funny? After it was all said and done, I was like, oh, there was a couple more references that I could have sent that I, you know, <laughs> didn't even think about. Parker guys. They would have just, you know, blah, 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 went crazy. Can I, can I leapfrog the next bullet point then? You and do whatever right? you want. Okay, good. This is it, 49% your firm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is 49% my firm. So um, on that note, having references kind of leads me to the importance of reviews. And I've talked about this before. So uh, last year, we, we got this conglomerate award, which was really cool. And it's basically the top rated um, architecture firm in Colorado, and and they took a conglomerate of all of our reviews online, our Facebook, our reviews on our Facebook business page, our reviews on uh, Google, our reviews on Thumbtack, and then we have and uh, House and a couple other places. Well, the same thing happened for House uh, just this last week. We were we were we were uh, awarded the uh, best in service for 2019 um, for our area. And what was I? I just got a call from one of our favorite builders, Brian Tinker of Tinker Homes, and he said. He called me to just congratulate me because what I did was I end up I put together a press release for it, and I want to peel back the onion a little bit uh, on that press release and how everything led up to it. So there's two things here because what I ended up telling Brian is like it's kind of smoke and mirrors. It's real, but it's also kind of smoke and mirrors. And he goes, "What do you mean?" And so this kind of this is this is uh, hopefully this is a tip for people who are in smaller markets um, because I think you can own the market. If you just play your cards right and you can look a lot bigger than you are and also uh, kind of build your resume up from the ground up, literally kind of out of nowhere. So in our market, where we where we operate specifically, our headquarters, um, the, all the other architecture firms within a 15-mile radius, I don't even think you know this, Al, 15 to 30-mile radius, don't really have a house presence at all. No. So when I jumped on the house, when we finally jumped on the house uh, wagon, not the bandwagon. It's kind of surprising w- because it's not like there's some decent firms around. Like they, oh get- Boulder, there's Boulder Arc Eleven is amazing. Yeah, but you know, I'm not going to mention them because I don't want to give them free press. But like they have some people. There's even yeah. that one in Prospect. Like they should be on house. Yeah, right. What it's the it's where everybody goes for residential stuff. You know, a lot of the times anyway. So what's awesome is nobody else has a presence on there. That's awesome for us. Yeah. So what we did is we 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 got our portfolio built up. We even did a paid subscription for a while. Um, we kind of got one one client out of it. it. Didn't really work well. But the but the fundamental thing that we did was we asked as many clients as we felt comfortable with that we knew would most likely give us a five star review and literally told them and and sent them. And I, I spent like a day or two doing this getting these email templates set up for them. And it would kind of be the same thing over and over again, asking all these various clients that we've established and had over the past decade and said, would you please help us? We're, you know, we're launching, we're, we're, re, we're rebranding ourselves and redoing a remarketing and have them give us reviews on all these different websites. And now, and so what house does is they go, wow, look at these guys. Number one, they're the only one that doing anything with our website. Number two, look at all these reviews they got. Ah, you guys get the award. Yeah. And then number three, the beautiful thing was then they send you. So this is why you should, I wouldn't recommend paying for house. Don't do it. You maybe try it once in your career. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it still works for you in your you know particular market or whatever, but at least have a presence on there and at least spend a couple days of your professional practice once a year or maybe once every three years or something like that because once you do it once you have you'll have a you'll have a base of reviews but make make a template for yourself 
an email template that you can send out to you know a couple dozen of your clients that that you've performed really that you perform well with and you you have you still have a good relationship you know and nobody's mad at each other or anything obviously and get yourself built up on there because if you don't have any if nobody else is taking advantage of internet marketing in your area man you can just leap you can just leapfrog everybody and so then the 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 when how is announced that to us they actually gave you a really they give you they give you a really nice template template for your press release. Yeah. So I spent the morning, uh, my morning marketing, doing some self marketing, published an article because you can do these. You, even LinkedIn allows you to write like these quick articles now. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Published that. I so I re I reworked their press release press release template. Put it up on LinkedIn. Put it up on Facebook. Um, I thought about sending it to local press, but we already got some local press yeah. recently. And uh, and then I got to, you know, obviously people are paying attention. I got a call from one from our favorite contractor. Congratulations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I just, that's why I want to, you know, go from references to to uh, recommendations. Yeah. It's so important. I just think, man, you really should have an internet presence. And it kind of ties back to where how this co- client contacted Alex. Was I asked Alex, like, how did they know about us? And Alex was I think it was just Google. And then the videos, right? Yep. And then he knew about the videos. So we have videos. Uh, our, our firm is F9Productions.com. Uh, I think there's a little tab that says inside F9 and you can see if you want to see an example. Um, I'm going to throw up some objections and then some answers to the objections. One is, well, I won't get many clients from house. Maybe true. Maybe true. But you still have that best of house in your area. But they'll say, well, it's not really real because, you know, there's no one within my 15 to 20 mile radius that I'm competing against. Yet. Yet. So what that is going to mean is that, okay, someone might, you know, like you might mention to it, they might see that you got this award. It might even be in your local newspaper or the, just this mentioned, whatever. So then all of a sudden you get one or two clients trickle from that and then it, it builds on itself. So just because you're, you know, the first one to market or, you know, the first one getting it doesn't mean that that's not a good platform. It means that you might be putting in the groundwork now for the future, just like circling back to what I'm talking about, references and setting up your firm efficiently. So it's groundwork. You got ground and pound. Yeah. And and, and again, don't forget how you, you can create your own press. Like you're your own little media machine all day long. I, I think the more you can, the more you can do that and harness that power. Uh, the better off you're going to be. The more, the more people are going to know about who you who you are, and you know when they go to just do a simple Google search, make it happen. Yeah. I, I want to rebring this. I've already talked about it once, but I thought it was brilliant too. Another way. So do you remember Mark LePage? For like a month, he must have had a media blitz where he put up like kitchens that him and his wife and his firm has done, and it just convinced me like if I ever would like. If I was ever remodeling a kitchen or had any questions, like this is who is in mind, right? And Mark LePage is over in the East Coast somewhere, right? But let's say I was over in the East Coast. He, he's occupied such a strong place in my mind because of like all those awesome kitchens. If I was over there, it would be like, oh yeah, no, he's the architect. He does great kitchens. I bet you he does great all architecture, you know, houses. Absolutely. So, um, just I would heed your advice and know that you can make your own media and you can do little campaigns, you know. And and here's another example. So we just signed on a this is a repeat client now. We love repeat clients because 
you don't have to do the marketing. Marketing's already been done. All the tough, yeah. you know, they're, they're just going to come back to you. And then, and then if you do another good job, they're going to refer you to somebody else. So this gal actually, so she, she signed on with us again. We're going to do a, another tiny house. It's a design build. It is a mobile, mobile dog massage parlor. Super interesting little like piece, like category. She referred us to her sister. We're doing her addition at the same time. And I go, well, how do you, I go, I don't even think I remember ever talking to you about us doing tiny houses. She's like, oh, I follow, I follow you guys on social media. Mm. I see what you guys are doing. And I, and I love your guys' work. She got, and she goes, I just wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't have thought to go to anybody else. And she goes, you, she goes, you guys' work is so good. Your tiny houses. She goes, I didn't, there's other people who are my competitors who are taking like food trucks and converting them. She's like, Mm-mm. I want, I want custom I want this to be above and beyond, and she's sold. So, like, even if you don't, again, if you don't, if you don't see those dividends right away, everybody, right? We live in the age of the internet and likes and comments, and yeah. we want instant gratification. And so, know that, like, there's still this very long game to play. Just keep plugging away at it. Nice. Uh, speaking of the long game, we're building our development, mm-hmm. and today we have an open house in our offense. Uh, in our office so we have renderings up we have boards we'll have a fly-through going we'll have information about insurance uh how to get a mortgage all that other stuff um the the thing that's the the lesson the reason we're sharing is because one this podcast is partly about architect and a developer but it just to let you know what we're doing in real time is that we are marketing one unit way before they're done to get a feel for the market, to get feedback, to see how it goes, to see if we need to adjust anything and all that. And that is happening in a couple hours. So I think next week we'll be able to report back on that. Hopefully we have an offer and some earnest money in the bank. That's what I want. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see. So there has been good inquiries. We have eight so far, which is really incredible for an unbuilt piece of work. Um, and I think it's only going to get... Uh, stronger as we enter the the hot season of the market and then we have sticks up and people can walk around. Yep. So, cool. All right. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, Nick is back with Nick Reeds. Awesome. Hello, best friends. I hope you had a great couple of weeks. A reading. So instead of architecture without architects, what we are interested in is engineering without engines that it is possible to make buildings that are less dependent on machinery the more sophisticated technology we deploy in the design process the less dependent our designs will be on corrective technology in their afterlives to us this means that buildings are not just informed by culture of a place but also by the climate that they are built in. Architecture is obviously influenced by countless aspects beyond climate and geography. Program, function, bureaucracy, economy, technology, unions, politics, materials, culture, preservation, public opinion, logistics, etc. But no matter where you build, two aspects will always be inescapable. The environmental and the social. At its core, architecture is always 
an effort to make the existing environmental conditions more hospitable to human life. Hot to Cold, an odyssey of architectural adaptation. A question. Burritos or chimichangas? Toodles. That was the layup. It's easily burritos. Why? Uh, they Because burritos, you can do much more with. You can have breakfast burritos. You can have chicken burritos. You can have steak burritos. You can have chorizo burritos. Yeah, I've never heard of breakfast chimichangas. Exactly. But isn't it, isn't, it, isn't it chimichanga just a fried burrito? So couldn't you just make a burrito and fry it? <sighs> Your wife is a Latina. You should know this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Burrito is faster to mouth? Though, so burrito I, yeah, I think a burrito is the way to go. I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you. Yeah, it's more versatile. I can agree with that. Yeah. I you thought you were going to say chimichanga in your... Well, you can if you wrap it. I don't. It's a great question. I thought he was going to say burrito or taco and start a, start a civil war. Yeah, but we can't handle in America right now. We don't need we, that kind of we don't pressure. We, we need yeah exactly. We need to like, take down the temperature in America. Yeah, a hundred percent. Ratchet it up. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, what I was going to say is, should we bring in the guys? I think we should bring in the guys. What are we bringing them in for? Are Jeopardy. All right, question number one. According to IRC R310.2.1, the minimum opening area for emergency openings shall have a net clear opening of not less than blank square feet. A, 2.5, B, 3.7, C, 5.4, D, 5.7. A, 2.5, B, 3.7, C, 5.4. D, 5.7. Do, 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 do. Okay, we have D, D, C, D. It is D. So I need a score. I need something to score down. Is, here we go. 5.7. Yeah. Um, okay, question number two. According to IRC, R... 311, uh, 0.7.10.1. The headroom for spiral staircase stairways shall be no less than A, 6 foot 6 inches, B, 6 foot 8 inches, C, 7 foot, D, 7 foot 6 inches. A, 6 foot 6 inches, B, 6 foot 8 inches, C, 7 foot, D, 7 foot 6 inches. Okay, hold them up, hold them up. B, B, A, B. It is A. Who uh, who had A? Just Okay, we're back to tied. Lance Psycho, take over, break this tie. A is 6-6? Six, 6-6. Six. Six, six. Nice. All right, number three. According to the 2015 International Residential Code, how far must an operable window be away from the exhaust of a range hood? A, hmm. one foot. B, two feet. C, three feet. D, four feet. 
This is an actual question that came up in one of our projects today that Ross is not here to partake in, so it's a surprise that he's getting. Um, no, it's crazy. I didn't even know that this would be a rule. I didn't either. Um, and take away our, there our was license. a slight issue with the project because of it. Oh, but amazing. there's a workaround. Thank God. Wow, we have answers. No, no, no repeating. Okay. Uh, B, 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 and C. Quick answer: C. Three ah. feet. So, what's that- the workaround? And is there a reason why it needs to be? So, so what happened was there was a, a a vent hood that was spec to be directly vented out of the wall, right? So imagine imagine a vent hood over a range. Oh, it could come back in. That yeah, it could go back in exactly. Yeah. It could go back in. Yep, that's exactly it. So what they had to do is they had to instead of venting straight out, they had to vent up and get it three feet away, uh-huh. right? Uh, wouldn't work. So. So yeah. So if you so if you're so if there are windows that are next, let's say you're in a kitchen, people are like, oh man, I really want to see out, really want to see out while I'm cooking for some reason. I don't know. They'll look left left or right, and you have windows left or right. Make sure they're three feet away or fixed, and then you're in good shape. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. Question you guys four. All know. Question four. What is the unit of sound absorption equivalent to the absorption of one square foot of open window known as? A, decibel, B, sabin, C, volume, D, sound cubit. What is the unit of sound absorption equivalent to the absorption of one square foot of open window known as A, decibel, B, sabin, C, volume, D, sound cubit? I would be guessing. You would be guessing? I would be guessing. Sir. All right. A, D, A, and B. The correct answer is B, sabin. Wow, there we go. We have Three a to one, clear huh? winner. Three to one. Mr. Bus. Mr. So Bus. If you enjoyed this, I would recommend going to RevitRocketship.com where you can hear more of us and learn Revit. Also get the creativity code. It's blowing up on Twitter. Did you see that? I did. We got tagged it. We got uh, somebody tweeted and tagged it, Alex and I, that they were reading the book. So check out the book and it's just exploding. Tweet and tag us. Yeah. One person, finally. We're yeah. famous. <laughs> All that. Uh, yeah, so th- thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't yet, join the Facebook group. We have a closed group um, that's linked to the Facebook page inside the firm. So if you go check out the Facebook page, if you go check out the group, um, join that. Yeah, you can ask Alex and I more questions. Uh, we can have discussions in there, and uh, we'll see you next week.